a new beginning. It's the same ocean, but a new route. I'm Valerie Dane, and welcome to the MS Phoenix Rising. My family's been in the cruise ship business for three generations, always evolving with the times, which is why I'd like to publicly say the relaunch of the ship is not about erasing the past. It's about our commitment to the future. We are not apologizing or admitting previous neglect. We're innovating. I'm excited to introduce the three pillars for a new cruise ship. Pillar one, you. Our first voyage on the MS Phoenix Rising departs very soon. Minutes after releasing the new Christopher Columbus route and revealing the Angalahova players, yes, that Angalahova, will unveil their secret production of the chairs, to our delight, our website crashed. The clamor was deafening and we sold out in minutes. We heard your demand, and after making minimal renovations, I'm announcing we've put an additional block of rooms on sale for this extraordinary voyage. Pillar 2, Art. The MX Phoenix Rising is making a new commitment to arts and culture. You may have seen the feature in the arts section this past weekend on headliner Anglahova, which is me. She is, I am, proud to say, the MX Phoenix Rising is boldly sailing into uncharted waters by fully committing to premiere our production of Eugène Ionesco's The Chairs. It will be a harrowing tale of truth and consequences, delighting both seasoned and first-time cruisers alike. I am excited. I'm excited too, Angela. Pillar 3. The Bahamas. We're working closely with our partners at the Bahama Tourism Board, not only to implement new safety and health procedures, but to personally, on our ship, deliver hundreds of thousands of visitors a year to their ports. A boost for their economy is a boost for all. Get those new tickets before it's too late. Anchors, Anchors away. away! Anchors away indeed. Thank you, Valerie Dane and Angela Hova. That was the latest thrilling promotion offering we've had the great opportunity to premiere on our show. Ahoy, listeners. It's me, Terrence Standish. Welcome to part three of Cruising Dark Waters. If you're just joining, we've been following the relaunch of the cruise ship industry with a focus on the MS Phoenix Rising's upcoming voyage. From what I hear, sales have been hot. I'm hard-pressed to think of another experiential service-based industry that's come back so quickly and with such a vengeance. The promise of kicking back on a luxury liner is certainly a draw, but so is the ocean itself. Its vast expanse, its unknown depths, its mystery. Hard to believe we actually know so very little about something that covers 70% of our planet. Did you know a seahorse can growl? That monster rogue waves can rise up in open water with little warning? Did you know that over 300 people have disappeared without a trace from cruise ships over the last decade? Or that ship employees experienced lockdown at sea during the swirl of confusion that was the spring of 2020? These are a few of the true stories and aquatic phenomena we'll explore today. So, do you know someone who disappeared without a trace? 
Were you adrift for months wondering if you'd ever get home? Or maybe your story's different. <laughs> maybe one day, years ago, you rounded a bend on a jet ski only to glimpse a mermaid slip from a rock. Maybe you believe somewhere deep down the city of Atlantis is thriving on the ocean floor and has been everyone's final destination all along. <laughs> Give us a call. Ted, not to be weird, but are you okay? You've been quiet. But professional, right? Always. I just mean, how is Ted? Sasha, I know we're not supposed to talk about it. It's been difficult. Sure, yes. Actually, I've been looking into something Coral mentioned. Tragic action. You have? Absolute rabbit hole. There's a whole philosophy about welcoming burden. That's an option? The concept of dread? Apparently, it's one way of knowing you're alive. What does it... Hello, you guys on? Uh, Sasha here. Let's make this quick. I'm back to back today. I have a 3 p.m. with Lorraine Caruso. Do you know who Lorraine is? No. Definitely don't know a Lorraine. Well, you will. I know there's a hiring freeze. Lorraine was responsible for sexual partner relationships. Sexual over partner at relationships? <laughs> <laughs> what? Pull your head out of the gutter, young financial assistant. I said head of partner relationships over at Zoom during the 2021 fiscal year. Before that, she ran WebEx. She's a fucking warrior. Let's just say she knows how to scale. <laughs> anyway, that's besides the point. I need you two to help me out with something really special. What? So I just mailed a big, big box to the hotel. Let's make sure Coral gets it and incorporates its contents, you know, into the show. Uh, what's in the box? What do you mean? <laughs> that's funny, Ted. What? Ah, what's in the box? <laughs> nice. I was literally asking, what is in the box? Easy. It's Bahamas stuff. Valerie needs it all incorporated into the play. Uh, incorporated? You know, props. Put it around the stage or wear it or whatever. Wearing it would be a costume. Can we just give them props? She promised the tourism board. What specifically is it? Not too much. Just like some conches with names, dominoes with names, bird feeder, carved wooden bird, double carved wooden bird with names, faceless dolls. Faceless dolls? Right, I figure no problem there. Then there's the pine seed dolls, pink sand and clear vials, fish hooks bracelets, miniature steel pan drum, typical stuff. How are they supposed to use it that in is the play? The Why? What? How would we I know, be Sasha? For some pushback. Listen, I was just on a call with 47 people from the Bahamas Tourism Board, and if I don't work at least some of the stuff into the show, we have a problem. Which means Rupert won't be happy, which means Marsha will be pissed, which means Valerie won't be happy. Just make sure they get the box. I'm just trying to get ahead of a potential problem. Have you. Uh, read the play? Read the play? I've been busy. I'm sure you're aware we've already hit our guest goal. Are... are those the instructions? Uh, sprinkle these things around the stage? Listen, I may not have read it, but like, I've researched... Toss it all around. Perhaps they could line it all up. I, I wanted my own, you know, professional dramatic opinion of it. So, and don't steal my cool idea, I called my old drama teacher from high school, Mrs. Lamont. Oh, she idea. loved me. Gregory Lamone? <laughs> I'm surprised to hear from you. Your puck in 99 wasn't exactly a success. 
frankly, you're the last person I'd expect to call me up after 30 years asking for some sort of half-assed Cliff Notes dime store theatrical synopsis. As for the chairs, I don't recommend it for you. There's no way you'd be able to comprehend the exquisite complexities of the human condition that the play unravels through the desolate and rotting depiction of a marriage at the end of its long journey and the subsequent search for meaning. Oh, the chairs evoke such profoundness and deep emotion. Why don't you leave it for those that actually care about nuance and are willing to ask life's hardest questions? I'll uh, end by asking, um, how'd you get this number? Don't answer. Doesn't matter. Please don't call again. It was great talking to her. She used a lot of heavy words like profoundness and emotions. So I'm guessing she loved it. Hey guys, I gotta go. See you on the budget call. It's a creative call? Please, just follow up with the box. Oh, oh my god. Ted? 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 Thanks, folks, for jumping on early. Uh, we need to budget a line. Rupert, yes, definitely. And I, I know you know this, but it's important we let Angela have a creative voice today. This should be a creative call. We'll budget a line with Coral. I, I thought that was being set up. Sasha? I thought Ted, Ted was setting that up. Ted? I've been reviewing their production budget, and here's a preview of suggested cuts. Sound designer? We definitely don't need that. We replaced the speakers in 2020. They're practically new. Um, good catch. Thanks. Also, she has 5,000 earmarked for something called a floor treatment. Jesus, does she think we don't have a floor? Ooh, I can secure some straw mats. Not a problem. This needs to be a discussion, Rupert. Uh, what are the other items, Ted? Additional possible line item strikes include bog machine, seven projectors, fabric, spotlight, there's a vague technology line of them that is pretty enormous, as is this, contingency fee. Marsha, when you brought the production to us, you said we literally only needed There's the chairs. There's always been a reasonable budget for a show, not a big traditional musical, but Rupert... There was always going to be costs associated. Additionally, I'd like to suggest some colorful batik fabrics. Ingenious seahorse patterns, hibiscus flowers. Marsha, can you take the lead here because of your relationship? What relationship? You brought her in. Right, yes. Okay, uh, let's be calm. We'll solve this. Sasha, can you get on this? I'll look. Let's, we have some marketing dollars you. we can add. Thank you, Ted. Not, not really a number. Uh, Ted, can you help I Sasha? Said I would. Not my department, but I do have a question. Yes? This is one of those might seem like a dumb question now type things, but then later we'll all be like, hey, how did no one bring that up? Okay, Gregory, yes? There are actual chairs or seats for the guests to sit in, right? Like, they're not all in the show, so the guests have to stand or something. Uh, I'm not following. Again, I wasn't in on the initial conversations, but it seems pretty important that the audience has potentially somewhere to sit. That is an important item to clarify. Personally, I don't mind standing in the back, the record, but the actual guests, either. well, they'll have to, they'll need a seat. 
Team, come on. The chairs is being performed at the Atlantis Auditorium. Correct, Sasha. Thank you. Yes, we've all been there. I'm trying to help. Gregory, it's a good question. Sasha. The Atlantis Auditorium has contemporary fixed auditorium seating. These are not the chairs used in the show. Gregory, you confirmed there were extra chairs weeks ago, remember? Oh, right. The ones across from the solarium? Deck 16. They're still available, yes? I'd have to check. This was potentially why we even gave the green light. I wasn't sure. It wasn't clear why I was confirming that. But you did, in fact, confirm. I also confirmed with you of their existence. Yes, yes, got it. Okay, they should be there. Gregory, can you make sure? Have someone send photos? I can make a deck. Not a problem. Can you do this today? I don't see why not. Team! I know we're feeling anxious, but we can't lose control. Can't be in the weeds. Oh, uh, asking questions is... Oh, I'm sorry. Asking questions is important. There are never, ever any dumb questions. Ned McCormick. So sorry we're late, everyone. We had a boozy lunch with the editor of The Hill. Norm Westwater. Norm's an old friend from the Johnson administration. He was a war journalist in the 70s. Lost three fingers on his left hand, but let me tell you... Still the fastest typist I've ever seen. Great news. <laughs> Norm has promised to revive the weekend travel section just in time for the good old Columbus Day and just fill it with gold. And by gold, she means glam shots and puffy praise. He wants to build excitement, let the readers know the world has reopened. Did he like the promo video, The Pillar? Blown away. Like his like fingers. His <laughs> Rewind. Sasha, he's been following all the social. Quite impressed. It is truly beyond. Said we're trending. Marsha, quick subject change. I had a strange call last week. Uh-huh. Sappy, unhinged intern who used to work with Angela. With Angela? Are you sure? Quite the allegations. Bullshit, of course, but in the spirit of investigation, best to check. You saw this production of The Chairs in Antwerp, correct? Mm-hmm. Believe me, I haven't given it a second thought, but just to make sure. When you went to that entertainment conference where you found our show, it was because you watched that show, correct? Jackie, I'm sorry you had to field that call. What I did was secure the world premiere of the great Ionesco play, The Chair. Conquest. A conquistador. All Angela's plays become Broadway sensations. What I got us was a scoop. But it is a scoop of shit if there's no show. I don't pretend to be a Netherlander, but I know a fantastic marketing concept. Marsha's right. Nothing beats a scoop. I should know. Back when I was fucking Bo Derek. Um, it's after we... four. Shouldn't Angela be on? Oh, shoot. They're waiting. I'll add them. Hello there, Angela and Coral. Coral and Angela here. Excellent. You're on with Marsha, Rupert, Gregory, Jackie, Sid, and me, Sasha, and Ted. Hello, everyone. Bonjour. I'm finishing packing, and the rest of us will be in Miami tomorrow. Angela arrived yesterday. Oh, you did? Oui, oui. I must arrive in advance to prepare. Oui, um, yes. We don't want to take up too much time. Why don't we jump to the creative part of the call? Then Wait, we can let Angela go and review budget business with Coral. I can review this pretty That quick. is preferable. Okay. 
So, Angela, can you tell the team more about the show? The Angela Hova Players World Premiere of the Chairs. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't prepare you for this call. Angela, we were hoping you could speak about your vision. So our team understands how they should talk about it for PR, for social, for the co-captain and crew briefing. She is thinking. Close your eyes. You are surrounded by ocean. Calming, constant, intimidating. The lighthouse, a pulsing, expectation. A pulsing expectation. Enter. Walk. Talk. This here, that there. I may not have Spotlight. mentioned this, but our guests oh. love music. And luckily, good news, Sasha is able to play the flute. Marsha, we don't interrupt your no, vision. Marcia? No, Sasha. This here, that there, spotlight. The question, not where the eye should wander, but what does the eye see? What does the ear hear? What does the eye see? What does the eye hear and ear what does the mind make of this, this combination? Someone is coming. Someone is always coming. The pitter-patter. The echo. The choice in the beholder to experience. The only moment. So we wait. And we watch. And we listen. Until the arrival. And then... Something is coming to swallow them whole. And then, unparalleled clarity and light. And then, après moi, le déluge. Repeat after Repeat me. Repeat after her. Audience participation. Long live. The Emperor! Long live the Emperor! Long live the Emperor! Long live the Emperor! Oh my god! Long live the Emperor! My body's tingling. Almost like magic. 
I'm not feeling well. Valerie. Marcia, do you know why I called this call? To... to celebrate our sales. <laughs> to celebrate our sales? Are you taking full credit for that? What? No. I'm not interested in micromanagement or micro-celebrations. Tick-tock, Marcia. We're three weeks away. How was our show? Like nothing I've ever seen. I need my team surrounding me, informing me. Do you understand? Yes. I'm surprised I'm having to come to you to talk Everything about the VIP Everything's been moving guests. forward. Oh, uh, the VIP list is literally on my list today. Have there been confirmations? Oh, we've had confirmations. Are you ready? Are you ready? <clears throat> Three NBA players, two members of Greek aristocracy, six members of Bayern Munich, the German football team. Oh, no, incredible. Does the name... Cristobal Colón de Carvajal y Corazabel mean anything to you? Uh, the 16th Marquess of Jamaica, the 17th Duke of La Vega, the 18th Duke of Vergua, the 19th Marquess of Aguila Fuente, and a 20th Admiral of the Ocean Sea? Wow. Cristobal is a direct descendant of Christopher Christopher Columbus? Columbus? He's, he's alive now? Mm-hmm, and soon to be our royal guest. We'll take excellent care of him. Marcia, I am finding myself becoming genuinely excited. I have cruise colleagues sending notes of encouragement, praise, expressing coded envy and disappointment they won't be on the very first voyage. I'm having to say no to B and C list celebrities. There's no more room, and it's driving people crazy. We are. Yes, we Remember are. Remember my niece, Astrid? No, your niece? Top RISD grad. I'd like to get her involved with the chairs. I'm thinking costumes. Hmm, she's good with hats. Astrid is doing costumes with hats. Valerie. Get it done, Marsha. Also, reach out to the co-captains and arrange the VIP dinner on the first I'll night. I'll have Sasha start organizing. The show. I'm going to confide in you, Marsha. You are? Everything's riding on this. It's not my style to burden my employees. I'm breaking my own moratorium, not to mention the hiatus. But as you can imagine, the last two years almost sunk us. I know I don't say it enough, but I've been watching and I appreciate you. You've really stepped up and run the team. Thank you, Valerie. Thank yourself by making sure this is a win. I see big things ahead for you. Your leadership has been instrumental. All right, enough. You call the shots, Valerie. Astrid's on costumes. Get Sasha on the co-captain dinner. She's on it. We won't let you down. Oh, and I'll take this up with Jackie, but we really need to capitalize on the Cristobal Colon situation. He doesn't need to be in the show, right? What? No. Wined and dined. It'll be all caviar and crystal for Cristobal Colon. And I mean this literally. I want him thinking he discovered America. Hi, Coral. It's Ted. I appreciate you taking the time to talk. I'm not headed to the airport for an hour. Before we jump into budget cuts, could, could you hear me? Coral, how do we know if we're alive? I see. How do we know if we're living a life 
Something valuable that Angla has taught me. Are these even questions we are supposed to ask? Maintain the illusion at all costs. I can't imagine a life where I'm not still sleeping on a futon. Is that where you sleep, Ted? I no longer think I have a grasp on rational truth. I obsessively think about Excel. Excelling? The Microsoft program. Excel. Yes, everyone has their own favorite thing about Excel, but... Do you know what I love about an Excel grid? Why it is so satisfying? Do you know what conditional formatting is? I don't. God, of course you don't. You're doing the real work, Coral. I spend my life at the mercy of a pivot table. However, I could argue that embedded in Excel's mysteries are actual life lessons. There's some sweet secrets. Scalability. Flash fill. God, even something as simple as a properly understanding how to use control key shortcuts. I don't mean to be weird. Ted. You gotta let yourself off the hook. An Excel grid is infinite. Common misconception, they're actually not. There's a limit of five million uh, It's cells. impossible to find comfort in that. If it helps, this is what I've been telling myself lately. Take a moment, only one, take a song or a cell, then live inside that one cell. And from there, make a strong choice and stick to it. There is honor in the simplest of decision-making. Just do something. Isn't that beautiful? Do something? Do something. Huh. Since I've been creating the Welcome Aboard show, I'm experiencing life different. I see everything in relation to the WABs. Someone brushing the hair from their face is suddenly an incredibly important movement. Timid travelers taking selfies Instant choreography. Well, that sounds like how I feel when I identify a related value. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Last question. Do you think a vantage point is important? A view from the top? But that... If you can't see what is directly in front of you, the action item, the urge must be to climb higher, change the perspective, increase understanding? You'll never be sorry if you follow your instincts. Statistically, I'm not sure that's correct. It's interesting you mentioned this. It is? Do you find me interesting? <laughs> Did you know that most ships have a live stream from the very top, broadcasting a sweeping vantage point of the entire ocean? I did know. Angela has a vision. Wants the live stream, the vast expanse of emptiness, projected on the back wall in the theater, taking up every inch. The ocean, the ultimate vanishing, oh, I mean, um, uh, vantage point. Expensive. Okay, one last thing. Did you know if you Google, with quotes, welcoming burden, there are less than 2,000 results? Yes. You did? Yes. Yes? See, I'm not sure if you are saying my name. My name, Ted certain programs, such as Microsoft Word or in iMessage or Notes, will auto-correct to the word yes. I was saying I yes, Ted. Wow. I didn't expect to go into all that. Yes, Ted. This has been helpful. Thanks. <laughs> Mr. Money and Mr. Numbers, let's talk about those fine fellows. The Anglahova players, how may I help you? I'm phoning from the Eugenie Inesco estate. Who am I speaking to? 
Coral de Mornay. Hello, Mrs. de Mornay. It's come to our attention that there has been recent advertising for an upcoming production of a Eugene Ionesco play, The Chairs, on a boat. For all questions concerning the production for the MS Phoenix There's Rising... There's a big problem. There hasn't been a request for permission. Oh, uh, that doesn't matter. It very much matters. It is an Angelahova production. The estate has restrictions. No one has filed a request. Are you in charge? Who is this again? May I speak to your legal department, please? May I speak to yours? I am the legal department. If you're interested in tickets, you need to call the circus people. The circus people? I mean the cruise people. I'm distracted. Are you a musical theater lover? I need to speak with whoever's in charge. Which do you consider more seminal? A chorus line? Hamilton? A strange loop? I'm partial to a strange loop. Do you like Pirates of Penzance? What's not to love about an apprentice pirate fighting for love and freedom? Talk about a good property to represent. It's been playing opera houses since the late 1800s. Seriously, person, may I speak to your supervisor? She's traveling internationally in preparation for the upcoming world premiere. Exactly why I'm phoning. If this is an emergency, please call 911 if you have additional questions. Hello. Hello, are you there? Ms. DeMornay? The MS Phoenix Rising is co-produced by Playwrights Horizons and creators Katie Brook and Trish Harnito as part of the Playwrights Horizons Soundstage podcast program. Written by Trish Harnito. Directed by Katie Brook. Produced by Katie Brook and Ben Williams. Production managed by Nicelli Vega. Sound design and audio engineering by Ben Williams. Casting by Elaine Aldaffer and Lisa Donadio. Performed by Anthony Arkin, Eric Berryman, Susan Blomert, Johnny Gasper, Adam Greenfield, April Mathis, Emily Cass McDonnell, Kylie McQuail, Estelle Parsons, Danielle Scrostad, Nidra Sulaterre, Shannon Tayo, and Jacob A. Ware. Soundstage's general manager is Jenna Reddy, and the line producer is Allison Koch. The Soundstage podcast program is made possible in part by a grant from the Sherman Foundation's Axel G. and Catherine Rosine Fund. If you like what you heard, you can support the Soundstage program by texting SOUNDSTAGE21 to 44321.